0: back to the 22nd edition of the sports rental podcast and in this edition of the podcast it is time for a prediction it's time for prediction friday if you don't know what prediction friday is it is where i predict what i think will, who will be the winner of the ncaa and nfl games that are on this weekend we'll start out on the ncaa with, with number one number one clemson will be against syracuse i have clemson winning this game pretty easily because i mean it's looking like there aren't really a lot of ranked matchups this week. I mean, I don't know if there are any where both teams are ranked in the top 25 at least this week. But, I mean, I still think there are a chance for upsets, but I just don't think Clemson's going to be one of them. I have them probably winning 42-21 because I think Syracuse, I think they're a good football team and they'll put up a fight. But will it would will be a fight that Clemson won't be able to, like, just... Like, I think they'll score a couple times, but it will be anything close to what they need to beat Clemson. Number two in the country will be Alabama. And they'll be going up against South Carolina. In this one, I have Alabama. South Carolina has struggled a crazy amount recently. Like they've lost, they've first they lost to North Carolina, and which was one of the big losses that they have this season. So I think, but I also just think, no matter even if they would have beat South Carolina, I still think Alabama is just going to take care of business, just because they're definitely the better team in this matchup, and that's for sure. I think it's going to be interesting to see Tua because now now these teams are, this will be for some teams probably the first game, some, for some and some not, but for, for some it will be their first game in, back in conference, which as Alabama they'll be playing in the SEC. So this will be their first game back in conference against South Carolina. I think Alabama will definitely take care of business. Number three up on the list we have Georgia. And they'll be taking our Arkansas State. This, was, this will not be a conference game as these two teams playing definitely playing different conferences as Georgia as a Power 5 team. I think Georgia's winning this one probably, I'd have 49-7. to Also, Bama, my Bama prediction would probably be Bama over South Carolina, probably 56-10. It'd probably be the Bama, South Carolina, and 49-7 for number three Georgia over Arkansas State. Up next in the four spot this week, we have LSU. They'll be playing... Northwestern State, I I definitely think this won't be even close for LSU. Everybody at this point, especially if LSU keeps up here, they're going to be looking forward to this Iron Bowl with Alabama and LSU, which could be a top-five matchup easily, which I think a lot of people are looking forward to seeing how LSU had got a ginormous win at Texas last week. Next up at the five spot, we have Oklahoma. They'll be playing UCLA this week. This will still be a non-conference game. It's a good game, but it will be a non-conference one for Oklahoma. I think they'll definitely take care of business. Jalen Hurts, I think, will, again, show out against... Like I th- feel like UCLA, they're a good team, and there'll be some competition, but will they be anything close to something that will like, push Oklahoma to their limits? I don't think we're going to get to that point. I don't, think, I don't know how, when we're going to get to that point. It might be Texas, or who knows when it will be. Who could honestly... As good as Oklahoma's looked, it could be the college football playoffs if they get there. It could be the first time that they are pushed to their absolute limits. But I think this game is definitely no brainer to go with Oklahoma. Again, the LSU-Northwestern State score, if I didn't say before it would be, I'd say 49-10 to 10. LSU. I think they'll definitely keep them shut out. And for Oklahoma, I would definitely probably say... I want to say probably 31-14 because I feel like UCLA will play some defense, but I don't feel like they'll put up like 50 on them like Alabama or Clemson would do this week. What, 40 or 50? But I still feel like they're going to put up a lot of points on them. Up next at the sixth spot, this will be the Ohio State Buckeyes. They'll be taking on the Indiana Hoosiers. This is a conference game for the Ohio State as they'll start their conference against a pretty pretty decent big-time opponent. They're still definitely at the bottom half of the Big Ten, which is why I think this will be a game that'll probably be, I want to say twenty fourteen. If you ask why, why does OSU only have four touchdowns? Like, why do they not have more against an unranked Indiana Indiana team? I think it's because I feel like Indiana they've had they always like to pull off like they like to play big time games like sometimes against big time people. Like last year, they 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 had a couple good fights with like Michigan. I'm pretty sure. So I think that. Indiana will will definitely come to play. I feel like they usually come to play because I feel like, yeah, they're not having the best year in the world, but I I definitely don't think they're having the worst either. So I feel like, yeah, Ohio State will win. It would probably be about 31-17 was my prediction for that score. At the number seven spot is Notre Dame and New Mexico. Again, it's looking like another no-brainer here as there's no doubt in my mind Notre Dame takes care of business against a New Mexico team that is, I mean – Again, it's it's just it comes down to the fact that these. It's like it's not that these teams are bad, but like they're bad going up against these top ten competitions. New Mexico State could do absolutely, or Northwestern State could do, or even Arkansas State. They could all all those three could do amazing in their conference this year. But I mean, because they're going up against the likes of Georgia, like Georgia, LSU, and Notre Dame, I feel like it's gonna make them look like they're not the best in the world, even now. I feel like they're not as bad as some people think they are. Like, I mean, it's not as bad as they look because they're playing against an opponent where they're very, very outmatched. Up uh, next, we'll have Auburn and Kent State. It's just, most of these top 10, they don't really have, a, we don't have a lot of top 10 matchups. This like, like, two different top 10 teams playing like we did last year, last week, excuse me, with uh, Texas and Oklahoma, excuse me, Texas and LSU playing. In that in that top 10 matchup, but I mean so it's why I think these most of these top 10 teams should very easily roll in over here with a win Yeah, some of them are still fight actually playing out of conference at this point I have Auburn with probably a score of 49 to 7 is what I'm trying to think and I think they'll put a no probably 42 7 is what I think for the Auburn and Kent State score up next, we'll have the University of Florida. They'll be going up against Kentucky. This will be a conference game for them as this will be their first game of SEC play. I think Kentucky will give Florida a fight. As we've seen, Florida does not deserve to be a top-ten team. As if you ask me why I say that, look, look at the Miami game. Look at the film from it, please. And if you, and if you just want to know, in short reason, my, Florida played that game sloppy. And in a lot of people's minds, Miami sure won that game. Because Florida definitely didn't, at that point, they were, I think, I'm pretty sure, seven in the country. They didn't deserve to be there. And I mean, and that was week one where, and, and they were kind of on national primetime, and they should kind of showed on national primetime that they kind of didn't deserve to be there at this point. Maybe they will by the end of the season. But as the way they played in Miami, they don't deserve to be a top 10, maybe not even top 15 team. But, I mean, they still are, and they're still winning. So I do, But I think for probably for this Kentucky score, I think Kentucky will give them a fight. Like, I honestly, I think this could be like a 31-21 Florida win. Like, I feel like Kentucky will put up some fight. I think they definitely have some fight in them. And I think this one might on – Kentucky might push them down to, like, the end of the second half or or the fourth quarter. Where Florida will probably then pull away. It would probably be like well, it'll probably be a good game going into the fourth quarter, but Florida might pull away then. That's my prediction. At the eleventh spot, as number ten is on a buy. Number ten nation is on a buy. We have number eleven Utah. They're playing Idaho State again. The Utes, I feel like, have definitely they've got a lot of hype. I mean, as you see, some of the analysts on like College Game Day predicting them to be in their top in their top, and they're like, college football playoffs, excuse me, in their top four, and some people are like, well, like, what do you mean by this, who, I never, I, like, I've heard of this team, but they're not, like, the best, like, nobody ever thought that, hey, they, when, when you think football powerhouse and college football playoffs, who do you think? Oh, I think Utah. There's just, there just aren't a lot of people, I feel like, who would think that, unless you, like, some people who live in Utah probably think that, but, I mean, they're having a, a good season, don't get me wrong, like, right now, they're the top-ranked Pac-12 team in the entire nation like out of that conference but again in some cases the Pac-12 isn't the strongest conference there are a lot of things that can be said about it but I think for all I know Utah could really come out and play big and they could just keep on winning but I mean at this point some people wonder if Utah has proved themselves to be a top 10 opponent over like a Penn State who's at 13 who we'll talk about later I have probably Utah win this game again, probably a forty-two-seven again, because I just think this will kind of be. I think they need to win this game by at least 35, 40 points. Because just as a statement game, they're like, "We're here and we're here to stay." Type say to the entire nation. Even though a lot of people, want a lot of people like wonder, like, why do you put them up? That why do you put like Washington, Oregon, Utah as Oregon's at at fifteen? Why do you put them up there? And the answer that I'd say to those people would just be the fact of. Have, have you even like i'd say to that person like have you watched have you watched any of their game like have you seen how good they're like no and i'm like why is that I'm like cuz and like i live on the east coast and i'm usually in bed I'm like and that's the point that a lot of people make is same thing with like Bryce Love last year if you knew he's a running back for Stanford that probably could have been the Heisman contention but i mean a lot of people say that the reason he wasn't and they picked like a Tua or a Trevor Lawrence is because they got the more exposure because the people on the east coast who watch football you have like half of the nation asleep whenever they play because for the East Coast, that's like two in the morning, whenever or like at least one whenever these Oregon and Utah start to play, which is why I feel like that's definitely a lot of people say, like, oh, that's very unfair. And I, I honestly, pretty much I, I agree with that. I, feel, I agree with that. It's, it's pretty unfair to do it like that. But I mean, that's kind of just how the time zones work in that regard. Now looking at number twelve, we we'll have Texas against Rice. I have Texas winning this one pretty easily, probably like a four, forty-two nothing is my prediction for this one. I think Sam Elgar will definitely look good at, and have a comeback game after this after their their close loss to LSU at home last week. Number thirteen, which is a team I talked about earlier about people wondering why they're not in the top ten, Penn State and Pitt. This will be a. ACC game for well this will not this will not be a conference game it'll be a non it would be a good game but it's not going to be a non it's not going to be a conference game for them as Penn State is in the Big Ten and Penn is in the ACC. Never think Penn's Pitt, Pitt has had kind of an off year up to this point. Like I mean, it's not non an off year, but they're just there isn't a, expect they're not expected to do what Penn State is this year. So I definitely think being the number thirteen team in the country, they're going to roll over this one. Probably I'm going to say thirty five nothing. I don't know if they'll put up forty on them. Or yeah, probably 42-3. 42-3 is my, probably my prediction for this game. As number 14, why well, we move on to number 15, Oregon? Another team that I talked about, out of them being on the West Coast with a lack of exposure. This would be the second big team. Them in Washington, maybe even Stanford, are the four that most people talk about. And, like, the fact that they lack exposure, and that's why they, they're not ranked as high as, like, a Ohio State or Notre Dame, because even though they're as good as... Any of them, or maybe, or like they can put up a fight with any of them, but it just comes down to the fact, like, as you saw, you have Oregon who um, barely lost to Auburn, and, and it was like right off, like, it was right down to the end, and, and even after that, you have Auburn. Yeah, they won a game, but I mean. You have Auburn, who's at 8, and you have Oregon, who's at 15. Some people say, if, hey, if Oregon, instead of being located in Oregon, they were located in Louisiana. Like, the University of Oregon was based out of Louisiana. They'd be a top-10 team right now because they're just as good as Auburn is. They took them right down to the end. I mean, and, and Utah should honestly maybe be higher than that because Utah is a better team than Oregon, which I think a lot of people think, or a good amount of people think at least. But I mean, that's just kind of that's the stuff that that they have to like work around. Like whenever you play for those teams, you kind of have to just. That's kind of just a disadvantage you put at whenever you play on a West Coast team. Okay, so now we're gonna be looking at next on the list. Will be Texas A&M. They're playing Lamar University. Texas A&M definitely will roll. They did. They definitely. Some people think they should. They could have put up a better showing at against Clemson last week. But I feel like coming off of that loss. But I feel like I think they'll definitely have a bounce-back game against the team that they should probably be by, by probably 40. Same thing with Oregon. I have an Oregon final of 35-7, and then I have a Texas A M lamar final. oregon texas A M lamar final of 42-7. to I like next is UCF. They'll be playing Stanford. I think this game will honestly be close. Like, I think it'll be closer than a lot of people think that it will actually be. I have UCF over Stanford in a probably – in my prediction, it would probably be a 28-21 prediction for UCF. I think this will definitely be a close game. Up next with Michigan State, they'll be playing Arizona State. This, again, will be – there are a couple of these teams that have pretty good non-conference games, but they should – Michigan State another one that just should take care of business pretty easily. I think in this one, I definitely have Michigan State over Arizona State. Probably it's looking, probably tw- – I think this game will be close to some people. I have a 31-17 final in this one. And nine number 19 Iowa would be my upset I have Iowa State just because I feel like they're a really good team like I feel like Iowa State every year they have a really consistent team and they're all they're always good to pull off at least one or two upsets every year because I feel like Iowa State in the big 12 is sometimes an underrated team even though yeah they have their off years but I feel like this I felt like this would definitely be my upset pick of the week would be Iowa State being number 19 Iowa that's definitely my upset pick for this week up after them would be Get down to the end of the top twenty-five and be number twenty. Washington State—they're playing Houston. As Houston in Week One, they got in some what some people would say dismantled by Jalen Hurts, with him setting records against them in their defensive backfield. With some people watching the game saying a lack of tackling could 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 have resulted could be the reason for why that happened, but I feel like. I feel like Washington State would definitely win this because Washington State I still think they have a pretty good passing attack and I feel like it could definitely again cause trouble for Houston's defensive backs. So I have Washington State in this one. Next up we have Maryland and Temple. I think this game could Temple could give them somewhat of a game, but I feel like Maryland. This is going to be one that they're probably just going to roll through. As they, they're they're a good team. Like they're not they're not an awful team, but they're not like a top team. But I feel like they're still like they're, they're a team that consistently is in the top twenty five. And I think they'll definitely take care of business in this one. Up next is Boise State and Portland State. Boise State will definitely take care. That Boise State will definitely do. Go, I feel like we do good in this one. This is a very good Boise State team, as you saw in that game against florida state with their comeback i think that this is like they're a good team i think for boise state could definitely surprise some people but again as i've said before they are also a victim of the yeah we could surprise some people we could be as good as ucf but ucf's based in florida and we're based in idaho like i mean it's it's that kind of stuff i don't want to like go on a rant about that but i feel like I feel like you just gotta you gotta say that whenever you like talk about how where these teams are ranked because that is absolutely part of it without question where you're ranked in the U S and like how many people see your games on average and the only and sometimes the only way that you're getting seen by all these people is if you play an East Coast team. Now we're looking at number twenty three Washington as they suffered. A, the one probably the biggest upset being they were number fourteen in the country and have fallen nine spots. They'll be playing Hawaii, this would definitely be a bounce back game for them. I have a Boise State-Portland State game. I just want to reiterate, I have a Boise State-Portland State game. Probably 42-10, believe, 35-10 Boise State will win this one. And then Washington-Hawaii, Washington will roll probably 35-0 is my prediction for that one. Now looking at number 24, we're looking to round it out, USC and BYU. I think this game could be kind of close, but I think I have a 28-14 USC Trojan win coming for this one. I think this will be, I think this will be, a, a, it could be an interesting game, and I think USC would definitely pull away from them even after the injury of JT Daniels last week. And then our new, one of our newcomers into the top 25 is the University of Virginia. They'll be playing a very much struggling Florida State with a, Florida State with a coach that is very much on the hot seat at this point. But I think even with their struggling team, I think that I, with FSU struggling like that, I have Virginia on this one. It might be closer than not like a, I have a 31-24. I think this could be one of the closer games to watch, but I feel like Virginia will pull this one out because Florida State has been struggling. But I do think Florida State will come out to play because they, they need this game just for the fact of to, their coach needs this game just to kind of get them off the hot seat after having some bad losses to open up this season. Now without rounding out the NCAA, we'll move on to the NFL. With the NFL, the first game we'll talk about on Sunday will be Baltimore and Arizona. I have Baltimore rolling through this one. Arizona is good in Kyler Murray as they he was able to fight back and get them a tie last week, but I definitely think Baltimore will roll through this one. Probably a 28-14 victory. Up next is Cincinnati-San Francisco. Neither of these teams are the best, but I think Cincinnati and Andy Dalton will roll. Probably in this one, though, they'll, they'll keep will they'll, roll in this one. Probably a 31-21. 20, 20, I think San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo they can put up some points, but I don't know if it will be enough to absolutely win this game. Up next we have the, Mel, the chargers without remember without melvin gordon as it is looking like he will not be back to week six or seven but I, I still have the chargers in this one as austin Elkert as he won the game for them last week he's looking like he could definitely he's not gonna he's not a melvin gordon and everybody knows that but he could do it's looking like he might actually be a better alternative than some people might have thought i'm next with minnesota and green bay i think minnesota will take this one minnesota is a good team this year See, I I have faith probably maybe it's more than some people that Minnesota could have a good have a good winning season and make the playoffs. Because I think some people have doubted that, but I feel like Minnesota they they're gonna win this one, probably. It's looking like they'll win this one. And just saying the Chargers Detroit score, it's looking like will probably be twenty eight fourteen Chargers. Then the Minnesota Green Bay score will be. I, I'm going to say a 27 21 Minnesota win over Green Bay, and I think this one will come down to the end. Up next, we have Jacksonville and Houston. Jacksonville's defensive backfield is struggling very badly, which is why I think this is going to be a ginormous game for Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. As Hopkins had the he, he had zero drops all last season and had three three all just last week, so I think this is a big rebound game for the Texans. And I think they'll definitely take care of business. Probably 31-10 with the struggling Jacksonville defense backfield. Up next we have New England and Miami. This could be an upset game because this is my at Miami is the worst place that Tom Brady has like statistically played over his NFL career. But I think I think this one will honestly be like be way too close for comfort. I think this will be like a 28-21 game because for some reason Miami, even after being blown out fifty nine to ten by Baltimore in Week One. They just for some reason have a knack for playing well against Tom Brady, it, like out of the one team that does. But I think this will still be a 28-21 20, victory for the Patriots. Up next, we're looking at Buffalo in in the Giants. The Giants have really been struggling, especially this first week one against the Cowboys. Which the Cow- I mean, it did help the Cowboys week one that they got Zeke back. At the, at the, for that game, but I feel like this is not, I don't know if they can write the train just yet as they have some key players aren't going to come back to week six, such as or, or like later down the season, such as golden Tate, or then they have Corey Coleman, who also he's going to, he's out injured probably out for the entire season. But so I definitely, I think Buffalo will get a will get a win here. Josh Allen and Buffalo will get a win here. i um, next on the Steelers in Seattle. I think the Steelers will win this one. They're going to rebound after taking a brutal loss. I say brutal, and that's probably what a lot of people would call it—losing by thirty at New England in a prime-time game, week one, and just getting. And some people say I use the word dismantled again for the Steelers' defensive backfield, as that's kind of looked like what Tom Brady did to them, in, in most people's mind. But I feel I just think Pittsburgh will definitely rebound in this game at home. And next, we have Tennessee in India and Indianapolis. Tennessee had a ginormous win against the Browns. They kind of just derailed the Browns hype train week one because of the fact of they, they beat they outscored twenty one nothing in the fourth quarter and kind of in won by thirty. Whenever this game was really close, but I felt like, and I definitely think Tennessee will win this one. As Indianapolis, excuse me, is still trying to search for kind of an identity after the loss after Andrew Luck retires and having Jacoby Brissett with some NFL but not a lot of NFL experience come in as your starting quarterback. Up next, we have Dallas and Washington. Washington, Dwayne Haskins, they've also struggled, it's looking like. Well, Case Keenum, too, as he started week one for them. But it's still looking like Dallas was Zeke. Looking at what they did with the Giants, they looked like a pretty good team in that game. So I think that there's definitely a chance that they roll in this one over this, over this Washington team. That again, I feel like them and the Giants are kind of looking for an identity here. As they've had, as they're there, of injuries and just a, like a lot of questions on the depth chart. I'm next to Kansas City, Oakland. This game isn't really even going to be close. I have, I have this probably as one of my bigger blowout games. Excuse me again, I forgot. So, for my prediction for the score for New England and Miami, I have a 28 21 New England over Miami. For Buffalo and the Giants, I have Buffalo winning this one 31 21. Pittsburgh over Seattle. I have Pittsburgh twenty one fourteen over Seattle. I then I have Tennessee winning twenty eight seven over the over the Colts. I have the Cowboys getting a 31-17 win over the Washington Redskins. I have a now getting back up to speed. I have a Kansas City win of twenty eight probably twenty eight nothing over the Oakland Raiders. I think there's a good chance they could be shut out. Then now looking at the next one, we have the Chicago Bears against Denver. I have, I have the Bears winning this one, 21-7. I think, I, I think Denver, there's some teams that have had key injuries in the NFL, Denver being one of them, and I feel like it's just there are a lot of teams at this point that are identity searching in the NFL right now, like who we are, who we're going to fill these holes for us type thing. I, mean, I have Chicago winning this one, 21-7. And now we come down to the, probably what some people say the biggest game of the week, which will be the New Orleans New Orleans Saints against the Los Angeles Rams. As both of these teams are gonna be contenders for the NFC for the NFC to go to the Super Bowl, as they're the ones who had the controversial call last year the last time the last time they played ended very con- was very controversial, which ended up sending the Rams to the Super Bowl as the pass interference was not called. Which ended up in this season making pass interferences reviewable after that call the last time that these two teams played. I'm New Orleans winning a dogfight here, 31-28 at the end. As New Orleans and Drew Brees, they, they had they to make a comeback last week to be able to beat the Houston Texans at the very end with a with a field goal. But I think they'll win another win another close one against the Rams. And now to finish out the Sunday games, we have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Atlanta Falcons. I have the Eagles in this one. I think they'll win this game probably 17-10. I think this will be another close game, but I think the Eagles can definitely take they can definitely make do and at this point. Like I I think Atlanta's a good team, but I don't know if they're good enough to because I think the Eagles are a pretty talented team this year. Now to finish it out, we have our Monday night game, which will be the Cleveland Browns against the New York Jets. I think the Cleveland Browns are they definitely have to come back. I think they're they're a good team, and I feel like Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb. I think they'll definitely come back, and I believe they'll win games. I do. I think that they will get a nine and seven. That's probably not my prediction for them, but I think I think they could. They're definitely going to come back and get a win against a Jets team that's really hurting. And now after Sam Donald has been ruled out from that game Monday after having mono, after having mono being sick, he'll be ruled out for the game Monday. So I think this should definitely be a, a definite, a definite win for the Cleveland Browns. And after talking about that Browns and Jets game, this will wrap up the 22nd edition of the Sports Runoff podcast. Make sure if you missed any of my other videos, they will be down below. So make sure to go give them a listen. And also, I also want to remind you, if there are any teams like especially in the NCAA, you're like, oh, you didn't talk. My team has a big game. Yeah, I know they're not ranked, but they have a big game. Could you talk about it? Absolutely. I can talk about it. Just make sure to comment down below, like, what team has the big game, like, who they're playing, and give me some information. Or, like, tell me what what game's playing, and I'll make sure to to talk about them in my next podcast. With that said, I want to thank you all for listening.